0: Well, at least you can be seen because technology has completely fucking failed me.
1: Eh, well, not completely. I,
0: I'm a disembodied voice. Woo.
1: Woo. Well, you know, we're both disembodied voices right now while people listen to us. So
0: the reason we're bringing this up, ladies and gents, is because for some reason my laptop camera is failing. So now, as I'm looking at Patty record this podcast, she's looking at an at the at a letter G with a circle around it. That's all, and I mean. that's that's it. I I have become a circle G.
1: If you had put your name in there instead of guest, it would be a circle B.
0: Oh, look at that!
1: Or if you put your name starting with a K, it'd be a circle K. Okay. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. At the Circle K. And on that note... (laughs) Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Make sure you log on to thewatchlistpod.com to check out all of our back episodes. Please hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. Engage with us on social media at Pirate Alice, at Bill Ivory Larson, at the Watch List Pod. And if you do subscribe to us on Apple, hit that five-star review. We would really love that. And was that Dwight? Did Dwight just come in? I heard a door.
1: Uh, he's That was not a door. He is sitting at the kitchen table looking at his phone, and he moved the chair and made noise. You're making uh. noise!
0: Uh, whatever the hell
1: he just said i'm alive
0: (laughs) i'm alive hi i'm dwight i'm alive no he had more he had
1: more oomph to that i'm alive is what he said
0: watch this show it's it's okay yeah i'm telling you he's gonna blow all podcasts out of the water (laughs) just by his one minute podcast which reviews like 20 things based on eh.
1: his brother is exactly the same really yeah, his brother comes in and he's like, hey. And he comes in kind of late because he's staying with us while they're remodeling the building or whatever. He comes in at like, yeah, around midnight-ish from work. And the dog, of course, goes crazy because somebody's in the house, but puppy's in his crate. And he walks over to the crate and goes, hey. And then the dog just stops. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like sleepy time, puppy, and he's still going crazy. And he's just like, "Hey!" <laughs> and that's what all he says when he's walking through. Hey, hey, that's
0: hey. that's probably the secret. For <laughs> both types like us, dogs are like, "Stop your yammering!" Bark, yeah. bark, bark. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I only have one and a quarter things this week. I have two. I- so, why don't you start us off? Okay. This is going to be a short episode, people, so strap in.
1: Yeah. So the first thing I have, it's that FX on Hulu kind of a series. It's mm-hmm. a mini series called Pistol, and it is the biographical mini series of the creation of the Sex Pistols. Oh, I wanted to watch
0: that. How is it?
1: There are six episodes total. They're roughly like an hour each. And it's pretty darn good. I really liked it. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it's got a lot of like early, late 70s-ish music. Because the Sex Pistols were formed in the late 70s. It stars Thomas Brody Sangster. Who you may recall is Jojen Reed from Game of Thrones. He plays their manager, Malcolm McLaren. Maisie Williams is also in it. She plays this English model actress who worked with Vivian Westwood and she just was a very visible London punk scene girl with her big giant bleached hair and her very punk style makeup. Um, Mm. Maisie Williams, if you know her, if you've seen her at all, like on Instagram or anything today, she is very that artsy outgoing, will do anything kind of a style. And sure. her playing this girl, who is a real person named Pamela Rook, that just fits her to a T. She's this artsy out there riding her bicycle with a see-through plastic shirt on and nothing underneath. And all the people in the 70s bring England are like, what? Oh, scandalous. And she's like... Fuck you, bitches, and riding her bicycle. (laughs) Which totally, that that just fits so well. That was perfect casting. Perfect casting. (laughs)
0: Fuck you, bitches.
1: (laughs) She doesn't actually say that out loud, but you know, know, that's the attitude this character has as she's riding her bicycle to work at a clothing shop run by Vivian Westwood that was called Sex. That was the name of the shop. But they sold punk clothing. And everything was designed by Vivian Westwood. And that's where they formed it. There's also oh, a girl named Sydney Chandler plays Chrissy Hine, which I had no idea Chrissy Hine from the pretenders had this kind of like start with the Sex Pistols. Like she was their friend and hanging out with them. And she worked at that shop. Yeah. She worked at the shop that Vivian Westwood ran and Malcolm McLaren was boyfriend husband lover of vivian westwood i'm not entirely sure what their relationship was like if they were officially married or not and so he hung out at the shop with her and that's when stephen jones who was like the main person of the sex pistols that started the band uh showed up at their shop and then Malcolm McLaren, who is a manager, he's a, a band manager. He was the manager of the New York Dolls uh, back in the day. And he becomes the manager of the Sex Pistols and kind of pulls their lineup together. He finds Johnny Rotten to be the lead singer after Stephen Jones, uh, try. they have their first gig and and he just like freezes and can't sing. Steve Jones so that's when they move him to the guitar so he teaches himself guitar because he didn't know how to play guitar until he was moved to play guitar and they bring in Johnny Rotten and and well, it's the Sex Pistols so you're following and as they come up you get more of the Sex Pistols music playing in the show and it's just damn it's a really good show It's a really good dramatization of the Sex Pistols. Uh, The girl who plays Christy Hine is Sydney Chandler, and she has not been in anything I recognize at all. And I have a feeling you don't recognize it either, because it's a British TV show. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And some movie shorts, so she hasn't been in anything that we would recognize. Okay. Um, Toby Wallace plays Stephen Jones. Um, he has not been in anything. I recognize he's an Australian actor. Uh, Lewis Partridge, he played Tewksbury in Enola Holmes. He is Sid Vicious. And Anson Boone plays Johnny Rotten. He was in the movie 1917.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He played
1: somebody named Private Cook in that movie.
0: Um, Oh, wow. That is the
1: only thing I recognized that he has been in as well. Um, Because British actors who are just getting started. They haven't been in much yet. But the guy who plays Johnny Rotten, that guy looks really good as that scummy punk singer guy. And, of course, as they introduce this new singer they've found, they mention something about teeth and you get a close-up of the nastiest teeth I've ever seen.
0: Gross.
1: Now, nasty teeth is like, you know, some people flinch when there's blood and gore and nastiness on the screen. Mm -hmm. Nasty teeth is what makes me cover my eyes in movies and TV shows. I cannot look at, at nasty teeth. I just can't. And I also learned that I am cringy with people spitting.
0: Really? <laughs> this never
1: bothered. I don't I never had this kind of visceral reaction to spitting, but there's a whole gig they do where it becomes a spit fest and I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm going to vomit if I keep watching this. I can't." I made it through <laughs> to finish the show. All all six episodes. But oh man, I I did not realize that was something
0: that would Make me things you didn't know about Patty. (laughs)
1: Things I didn't know. All right. So, ladies and
0: gentlemen, please no DMs with spittle.
1: We're with people actively spitting or nasty teeth.
0: Okay. And this is on Hulu, you said, right? This is
1: on Hulu. It's all six episodes are available now. They're roughly about an hour. And the show is called Pistol. If you want to know more about the Sex Pistols and how they were formed, this is your show.
0: Nice. Well, the only thing that I watch this week with with any kind of both regularity and interest Mm -hmm. is Stranger Things season four. Now, I'm
1: very behind on Stranger Things.
0: So and and the other thing that I have to kind of sort of review um, suffers from the same thing that this does. So even though... Okay, so season four, first of all, is broken up into two parts. The first seven episodes debuted on May 27th, but the final episodes are going to debut July 1st. So they're stretching out the final season of Stranger Things. Okay. Um, But... We haven't seen Stranger Things in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So, so I had to kind of do a recap video beforehand to to kind of sort of remember what it what it happened was.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this season is actually, <clears throat> this season takes place roughly nine months after the finale of season three. Okay, and there are three main plot lines. The first of which is that, like the main geeks, um, several teenagers are killed by a new supernatural threat called a Vecna that appears in Hawkins, which is where they are. Mm-hmm. And there is d and D club called the Hellfire Club, <laughs> and the the main character Eddie who i guess is kind of meant to resemble Eddie Van Halen kind of <laughs> and he's just weird enough that people think he's just a demonic you know sacrificer of lambs and all that uh-huh but he, but he's really an okay kid just kind of misunderstood but he's the leader of this hellfire club well because of circumstances the the white bread, collar flipping, you know, jocks of the town think that Eddie did the killing. Of course they do. Of course they do. Now the second plot involves 11 and 11, who is actually played by Millie Bobby Brown, lost her powers in the last in season three in the last episode. So she is kidnapped again by the people who gave her the powers in the first place to help her get back her powers. Oh. And then the third plot is the police captain in the town at the end of season three gets sent through some type of portal and everybody thought he was dead, but he actually got transported to Russia.
1: Oh, great.
0: Because doorway to different... Dimensions, demons, hell spawn. He ends up in Russia, and Winona Ryder's character and another character go and try to rescue him because they are training him to fight a demigorgon As you do, oh, anyway.
1: to when you're in Hawkins, yeah,
0: yeah. I am. I am finding this this season really, really good. Okay. And I and I and I have watched. So we've watched 6 of the 6 of the episodes so far. So we've got one more to go before we're kaput until July 1st.
1: Ah, okay.
0: And I and I think it's just really well done. And if you have a 4K TV and a and a stereo system, this looks and sounds friggin' amazing. Huh. But, I hear the but,
1: soundtrack is really damn good. And that yes. now many uh Gen Z are totally into Kate Bush, which duh. She's Kate Bush. Of course, you're yeah. going to be into her because she's amazing. But yeah, so she's getting a new like a big wave of Kate Bush fandom is happening and she deserves it.
0: Stranger Things season four. If you have followed Stranger Things, you should do yourself a favor and watch a recap. Because I didn't feel like going back and rewatch it because I, I remember not liking either season two or three. And I can't remember because they kind of meandered and went off base with a couple of things that they yeah, may or may not have retconned. But
1: one of the season, it's either two or three. I don't remember which one. I kind of was like, I'm kind of bored now. And yeah, I stopped yeah. watching. And Ironically, giant when she went break, to Chicago. Yeah, yeah, probably. And the giant break between seasons just was like, it's gone now.
0: Yeah. It's gone now. And, I'm done. And and I guess I bring that up for two reasons. One, if you need that refresher, go to YouTube, go to either Screen Crush or uh, New Rock Stars or some other you know review show where they recap these things really really well and catch yourself up. And the fact that it's not worth getting off the train yet for Stranger Things, it's it's worth it, especially going to see what's going to happen with these characters. So, Stranger Things Season 4, definitely worth a watch on Netflix.
1: Can you pick it up, like, just start it at the beginning, or are you going to be totally lost if you don't do any kind of recap? Or if you haven't seen any of the other seasons?
0: They... uh, If you haven't seen any of the other seasons, you have none of Eleven's backstory.
1: And you would need that for this. Okay, And
0: you need that because the character of Eleven is the fish out of water. She was raised by this shady government organization and had powers. So her very, very, very awkward social interactions, her not understanding a lot of what we take for granted comes from that. So, you would ju- so anybody just kind of jumping in would look at her and go, why is she acting kind of weird? And there is a reason for that. And to know how and why certain characters are together and their stories and all that, you, you do need that. Now, that being said, if you just wanted to jump into the action of season four through some flashbacks in the first episode and kind of sort of throughout a couple of other episodes, they flash you back to what happened. So if you're okay with that you can jump into it. But what I'm waiting for is how all of it kind of wraps up together. Because this town of 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 Hawkins is some type of nexus for some really bad shit. And kind of like in Buffy where where their the hell town mouth. was in a hellmouth. Sunnydale
1: mouth. is the cover. Sunnydale was a hellmouth. Hell mouth.
0: Yeah. Right. And the very last episode, well, there's another Hellmouth in another town, you know. (laughs) So at least that you kind of go like, oh, all right. But anyhow, yes, if you want to wait until July, wait till all the episodes drop and then go to season one and start over or at Hmm. least watch the last couple of episodes of season three to catch yourself up and then jump into season four.
1: Or no, you're good. just start season one now, and by July, you may have gotten through the first three seasons so that season four is fully there now. Yeah. 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 If you haven't I seen just it all and you want to, you know.
0: I just don't know if I would, and I'm glad that those recaps are there, and this is the last thing I'll say about it. I'm glad that those recaps are there because I don't feel like going back and rewatching it.
1: Yeah, I don't feel like going back either.
0: It's not that it's not good. It was certainly good enough for me to care about watching season four, but I am once this is done, it's done
1: so now the other show that I watched is on it's uh it's on the a m c plus i it's a sundance channel series um but I don't know if it's anywhere else you could watch it. It's called It is a remake of the French series Call My Agent, which I've never seen. uh, So I can't really compare. But essentially this is about a company called Nightingale Heart. They are talent agents. And then it's about the inner workings of these agents and their relationships with each other because the Nightingale of Nightingale Heart is played by Jim Broadbent. Mm Mm-hmm the founder of this agency, his son, Jonathan Nightingale, who is played by Jack Davenport that you may know from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I know him from the awesome hysterical comedy called Coupling. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, so his, his son works there and there's some other people. um, And then you have, The stars coming in and some of the stars are are played by other actors like uh, Kelly McDonald is is in the show. But she and she's an actress, but she doesn't play herself. Um, And you might know Kelly McDonald as the gray lady from the Harry Potter movies. Okay, but uh, Helena Bonham Carter plays herself on this show. Olivia Williams comes in and she plays herself. Uh, You may know her as Camilla Parker from The Crown yeah 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 um so, and then I've only gotten like the first three ish episodes I want to say, so uh more is happening and and more stars are coming down the pike from what the internet's telling me, but yeah it's i mean it's it's that kind of a show. I think you've seen something similar with publicists on some other network
0: you mean flack. Is, is
1: that it okay yeah um yeah, yeah. so you've seen yeah, something similar flack. okay i haven't watched that yet so i don't know so you saw something similar flack this is 10 uh it's about the agents of you know british actors and and stuff it was good i thought it was fun i thought it was good it's um it's not exactly funny per se
0: yeah
1: but it's got that, you know, this one knows this one and this one has a kid that nobody knows about and blah, 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 blah.
0: Okay.
1: I, I liked it. It was good. It doesn't sound like I liked it, but I liked it enough. I mean, if you have nothing else, uh, if if you don't have AMC+, Plus, don't get it just for this.
0: Okay. I will say uh. that.
1: I will say that. I mean, it was good enough, but... Eh. Yeah. It wasn't amazing. I do like Jack Davenport and I like to watch him, but he always seems to play that kind of like that guy. You really don't like much.
0: Ah, Jack Davenport from flash <laughs> forward.
1: <laughs> oh yes. He was also in flash forward. That amazing uh, series from back one season. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. exactly
0: the same height as he is. That's yeah.
1: Great. I mean, I love him, but he does play that kind of putsy asshole.
0: Well, he does, and some actors are very good at playing I mean, that He is very actor.
1: good at playing the putsy asshole where you're like, oh, my God, you are exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> he was much funnier in coupling. He wasn't quite a putsy asshole. Not quite, but yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so you liked it.
1: I liked it well enough. I might go back and watch some more. Uh, but don't
0: uh, get AMC Plus for it.
1: Don't get AMC Plus for it. it. That is not worth a, a whole new thing. Yeah. No. Uh, there are now, eight episodes and they're about an hour piece.
0: So the, the last thing that I have, which is actually only a review of the first 15 minutes, <laughs> and I and I say that with with a, a full caveat of I love the show. I am really into the season three of, of the Orville right now but I've only watched 15 minutes of the first episode of this new season. So it jumped ship, no pun intended. Mm -hmm. It was on Fox and now is exclusively on Hulu. And this show hasn't been on for a couple of years. So it, it suffered the same sort of thing as stranger things. And some of that is pandemic related. We all get that, but it's kind of hard when you're carrying over elements of the story from the last season that we saw a couple of years ago into a brand new season, especially when it jumps into action, Mm -hmm. but what had happened was there was a reptilian species known as the krill. They were introduced in season one. They kind of went away in season two, but there's a robot character. On this show that they sort of divided a Spock character on the Orville into an actual robot and then another character named Bordis. But anyway, the robot shuts down. They take it back to its home world. And the other robots on the home world claim that they're thinking of joining the Orville's version of the Federation. When in actuality, the robot on the ship was an actual spy. And this robot was sent to observe humans transmit the data back to the home world to show the weaknesses of men because they just then determine that that humanoid life is not meant to be alive. So they then attack the humans and Earth and these ships and all that. And many, 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 many people died. But the robot in question on the Orville for a short time turns bad and betrays the crew of the Orville. Well, this episode of, of season three, it's called New Beginnings, picks up, obviously, after the events of that and the effects of all of that on the crew. And one of the characters, the very beginning of the episode is a nightmare that one of the characters is having. But a very interesting scene. Why I love the Orville so much. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Seth MacFarlane. You have captured the heart of Star Trek without actually producing Star Trek. It's very cool. The robot, who has no feelings whatsoever, does not understand or comprehend why people do not want to be around him. He thinks it's fascinating that people don't want to be around him. But with no emotional attachment, he still has that detachment. Well, there, he goes into the the cafeteria one day and all these people leave a table, but one of them comes back and she is relaying a story of the attack on many starships from the krill and how that affected her and why people don't want to talk to him and how he's considered a murderer. And then I had to cut it off. I couldn't, I couldn't. Are the
1: krill, the robot people?
0: I I don't I honestly don't remember. I don't think so.
1: Yeah, I don't no. think so. She was talking about an attack from the robot people.
0: Yeah, the robot people. The she was talking robot. about an
1: attack from the krill. That's right.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But and see, but that kind of also proves my point about yeah. I'm yeah. Uh, you're lost,
1: and you're picking it up, and you don't know what's going on yeah right
0: but you're right you're absolutely right it is from the robot people planet
1: now for those who've never seen the orville this is a show this is obviously sci-fi about people on a spaceship in the distant future just like star trek think star trek but not since yes you didn't quite start out that way i'm like there are some people who have never seen the orville I mean, but I know re- people who haven't seen the Orville. I'm like, what? What is this show? Why do I care about
0: this? But show? to uh, yeah. um, the amazing subscribers to our podcast, all 23 of you, go back into your archives, and we have reviewed the Orville on this show.
1: Yes, we have. Or way,
0: way, way long. Just ago.
1: go ahead and watch it because you know, from the beginning, it is—it's a damn good show. If you want some Star Trek iness without actually watching fucking Star Trek.
0: Right, and without subscribing to Paramount+.
1: And without doing that. There are some Star Treks on Netflix, but if you've got Hulu, watch The Orville because it's yeah. new shit and it's funnier than Star Trek.
0: And I'll tell you what, The Orville beats Star Trek Strange New Worlds for me, hands oh, down. Oh, fuck yeah. Even yeah. though Strange New Worlds is the story of Captain Christopher Pike's Enterprise, the Orville does a better job Star Trekking than Star Trek does Star Trekking.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: So, which is leading me down that path of canceling Paramount Plus.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I yeah. just have FOMO, and I and I because uh, they're <laughs> uh, and it's stupid. It's absolutely stupid. But I know then, as soon as I cancel something, there's going to be this commercial like, "Oh, why is that on the?" Insert canceled, you know, thing here. Yeah. Why is that on blah? And I can't watch blah anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But the <sighs> Orville is back. It is on Hulu. New the first episode of the new season dropped, and there's going to be a new episode every single week. Yes. So pick it up. It is definitely worth your time if you're into sci-fi and Star Trek. If you're not, eh, sorry. Yeah. but it's good and you need to get over it. All right. Yeah. That's it.
1: And I just have one thing to mention that June 24th is when the Korean Money Heist remake hits Netflix for those Ooh, who are no interested shade. in a Korean version of Money Heist.
0: Oh. Yes. It what's it called?
1: Money Heist Korea Joint Economic Area. June uh, 24th it hits Netflix.
0: Nice. Oh,
1: the official trailer has been is out too.
0: All right, that looks badass. I <laughs> I gotta say.
1: So the guy who plays Berlin, he was in Squid Game. He was uh, the friend of our lead guy uh, who had embezzled money.
0: Ah,
1: that's that actor. His name is uh, Park Su. Soo.
0: It's called Joint Economic Era. Area or area. Sorry because it looks like what they are robbing is somehow used by both North Koreans and South Koreans.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: And because in the trailer, when they break into the main bank, they line people up, North Koreans on one side, South Koreans on the other. So joint economic area literally refers to money from both sides okay and and if they do have characters they obviously have the professor berlin blah 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 i am never against anything korean because hell train to busan was fucking amazing and there's a lot of korean shit that's great and squid but, game was awesome and oh my god and squid game was just <laughs> above awesome yeah but I would be torn to tell people to watch Money Heist Korea if they haven't seen Money Heist from Spain. I don't know what, I wouldn't know what to do because if you're watching Money Heist Korea, that would kind of spoil Money Heist Spain. And that's the source material. That's a very interesting thing. You think about that.
1: Yeah. Um, well, uh, Shameless is a show that was a remake of a British show, mm-hmm. and I've before I saw the American version because that was on uh, Showtime, and I didn't have access to Showtime at that time. I found that I had access to Shameless, the British version. I'm like, well, it's British; it's got to be better. And I watched it, and it was okay. But when I saw the American version of Shameless, it was like so much. It was like 20 billion times better for me than the British version. And it's not that I didn't understand the context of the British version and how they were living on the estates and what that means that they live on the estates and the economic differences. I totally understood all that. It's just that the American version felt more real and less of a show, mm-hmm. so to speak, and the actors, the American actors, the kids, and the family of Shameless, they were so much better, so much better at being that kind of you know being being those kids. They were just way better
0: well, and i and I felt that way about two things. the American version of the office versus the British version of the office. And, and I love, one of my favorite shows on right now is Welcome to Flatch, mm-hmm. which is on Fox, but I watch it on Hulu. And that's a remake of a British show, which I watched and I didn't think was anywhere near as funny or as charming. Okay. So uh, while the source material is more often than not better than any kind of remake, there are some things that are exceptions to that rule. So I guess I would jump into money heist Korea without watching Spain.
1: I mean, if you understand what I'm sure they explain what it's all about as you're watching it for those who have never seen it. I mean, yeah, they, they've got to.
0: Well, yeah, because <laughs> if you watch the trailer, you see him recruiting who is probably um, like Tokyo okay. in in the show. So, uh, I, I would I would woods. watch this. I haven't I've, watched the trailer, oh so God. I totally want I need to watch the trailer. Money and and the trailer is in Korean, so at least the trailer that I watched is in full Korean oh. with subtitles. So I may have just seen a oh, dubbed okay. version. Oh, okay, no, if
1: it had subtitles, then yeah, then you probably that's probably right. I don't, but think I did watch the full trailer trailers. But I could be completely wrong. Most of the trailers I've seen of things are dubbed, no. and not or not dubbed. They're subtitled and not dubbed.
0: Yeah, no, that's this, what to say it is. But check it out. Any Money Heist is awesome.
1: Yeah, really. So yeah,
0: check out the original Money Heist. It it is an incredible action series that will have you on the edge of your seat. And I anxiously await Money Heist Korea Joint Economic Area june
1: 24th on netflix june
0: 24th
1: and that's that's it that's all i got
0: that's all i got too do us a favor log on to the watchlistpod.com click on that contact us button have you seen money heist do you like money heist are you going to watch money heist korea we would love to know also are you checking out stranger things have you checked out pistol let us know Give us your opinion on the shit that you watch so that we can investigate some shit that you watch and watch it also. Also engage with us on social media, at symbol Pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, and at symbol The Watchlist Pod. And hit that subscribe button. We need need like a 25th listener. That would be great. Yeah. One listener at a time gets us closer and closer to sponsorship. Thank you for watching, or thank you for watching us, everybody. Thank you for listening, everybody, and we will catch you next time. Okay, Okay, bye. bye.